Hello, hello. Welcome to another hometown daily news show. This one is for December 15th, 2022. I turned down the music a little bit more. It should just be under the surface there. Hopefully it's not too annoying. So let's go. Hello. I am Erwat, that is hometown.com, and this is the Hometown Daily News Show. I'm now doing basically a top 10 of uh, articles that I have been either submitted or I have found through uh, going through Hometown. Uh, we had a little bit of a hiccup right before the show started, um, mainly because I ran a query that completely destroyed our server. So, so hopefully it doesn't happen again. But we are operational again. Maybe some things are a little bit wonky, but if you're over on the site, thanks for hanging out. I know that there's a few, um, well, I don't know, there, there's there's traffic over there, but uh, people are lurking or not posting or I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know what it is, um, but there's a ton of content over there that you can filter through. And if you're interested in something, uh, make a comment. Uh, what I don't do and what I won't do is what uh, Reddit and others have done in the past, which is create fake content. There is plenty of content there, but not people posting. And um, But I know from history and through other businesses that I've interacted with that they um, you, you don't get an audience unless there is something there and fake it till you make it kind of thing. Um, some websites make it. Um, so we'll see if hometown uh, gains some traction and people start posting there. But I know that there's traffic. So go over there. Check it out. I mean, there's a 380,000 articles, I think it is, that um, I've aggregated through uh, 200 news sources. Just little snippets, something that actually informs me of a little bit so that I can do some due diligence. I go over to... Uh, the actual source my site doesn't aggregate the full content doesn't aggregate pictures things like that um, you have to go over there and actually do a little bit of reading but that's why i read some of this stuff here on hometown daily news show and then you can go over there and check it out more in depth check out the pictures play some videos post over there but uh, come back here to twitch and, and talk about it uh, with me each day around six o'clock I say around six o'clock because lately hometown has been dragging me in a million different directions and I can't quite uh, make it directly on time, but I am here and I will be here. Um, I do have a complication coming around the holidays, Christmas here in that I probably won't be able to do streams um, for a few days. Uh, unfortunately, I can't take this rig with me and um yeah, that's about it. At any rate, let's get into today's news. I've already posted them over onto the Showbot, so if you go to hometown.showbot.tv, you can actually see all the articles. Um, there are no analytics from there to see if anybody, nobody's really clicking on stuff because it doesn't work that way. Um, so I have no idea if people are finding that useful. Uh, but you can vote for an article that you find interesting, so go to hometown dot showbot.tv which is that right there right there that whole thing it's really tiny on my screen but 
hopefully you um, check it out. Uh, so let's get into the, the news, like I said, and this first one is polar bear paws could lead to shoes with better traction. This has come up periodically. I'm just going to click the link because I'll make it fast. I've been already prattling on for, uh, what, five minutes. So uh, like I used to do, I'm going to do a, a post into the chat of the URL. You can click the URL itself. Go through hometown. Read what you want to read, which is this little snippet right here. When you Once you log in, you'll be able to make a comment. Um, there's a few other functions in there. Go for it. Um, but when you click visit the source, you go to the source that I got the article from. This is over at futurity.org. And it says there, new research digs into how the design principles of polar bear paws allow them to have better traction on ice to other bear species. Mm, yeah, it might be something that's specific to it, this. Is, like I said, I, I started to say, at least this has come up in uh, history before uh, there was um, geckos and gecko skin and stuff like that has led to the development of um, products that are built off of the idea of the architecture of gecko skin because it really holds on pretty cool. So the researchers used actual samples and replicas of bear paw pads from museums, taxidermists, and other collections and imaged them using a scanning electron microscope and a surface profilometer. 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 I don't know how to pronounce it, really. Profilometer. Let's say it like that. Although the word is profilometer. They should do that more often. Put little dashes in there or little apostrophes. Profilometer. Ta-da! It's an old-fashioned profilometer. And it should be steampunk-powered, you know? It should be big and bulky, made of brass. Anyway, instruments that can measure surface texture and features. See how I digress? The group specifically studied the hard bumps on the foot pads of bear claws called papillae or papillae which have long been thought to help them grip ice and keep from slipping. And they discovered that on polar bear paws, it was uh, 1.5 times taller than other species. Importantly, the taller the papillae of polar bears helped to increase traction on snow relative to the shorter ones. So the bigger the paw, the bigger the pads, the better the traction. So I guess bigger is better. Let's move on to the next article. Oops. So the next article is a completely free Unreal Tournament 3 just leaked on Steam. I don't know how much of a leak it really is, but it's there. Um, Epic just closed the door and um, got rid of a bunch of servers, a bunch of support, basically consolidating and you know, whittling away all of the fluff, I guess you could say. I don't know. A lot of people are mad about it. Um, I certainly have had that happen to me, too. Uh, it changes the terms of the contract. And if I owned that piece of software, I should be able to sell that piece of software to somebody who might still want it. If I don't want to play it the way that it's being offered, I should be able to sell it to somebody, but you can't do that. Well, anyway, 
Today it appears you have uh, inadvertently announced, or it has, Epic, inadvertently announced a new completely free version of uh, the excellent Unreal Tournament 3 that you'll be able to cross-play with friends across Steam, Epic Game Store, and GOG. Um, it's called Unreal uh, Tournament 3X, and according to its Steam page, there's no catch, no microtransactions, no strings attached. This is the fully featured award-winning first-person shooter you fell in love with completely free. So I've gone to that link, and although it has an age gate on it, um, yeah, it's there. And, uh, oh, you know what I didn't do in the very first article? Did I, right? The polar bears? I didn't say who it was by. So the polar bear article was by Dan Bernardi Syracuse, which is an awesome name. And the next one of Unreal Tournament 3 uh, was written by uh, Sean Hollister over at The Verge. The polar bear one was by Futurity.org. Anyway, Epic may be shutting down the old Unreal Tournament servers, but it appears to have a brand new free version. And I don't know about brand new, but a free version of the UT3 with zero microtransactions and PC crossplay between Epic Game Store the Epic Game Store. Yes, I think that it should roll into Steam. But anyway, the Steam Store itself and GOG. So uh, I was asked if I was interested in uh, getting games on any other store. And um, frankly, I'll stick with Steam. Uh, I I don't, I mean, it's, it's a marginal increase in revenue. Um, when you're talking about the volumes that we're talking about, but the amount of friction that is removed by having a consolidated uh, storefront that actually works, that is fully capable of providing the services. And maybe there could be a better deal made, but I don't want another app and another app and another app. There are problems that I have even with Steam's um, store, but um, getting getting apps, getting games is not one of them. My problem is that more developers don't have the option to just post it in Steam as well uh, without having some financial loss from a major donor or outright owner of the business. I'm looking at all of the developers that only provide their app to Quest. Well, VR stuff. Um, there's a lot of siloing of an asset. Anyway, uh, Unreal Tournament 3X is the name of the product over on Steam. So go check it out. Again, there's an age gate, but it is what it is. Just say that you're from 1923 or something like that. Oh, wait. Don't lie. We're pretty confident all of this is legit because you can see the Steam DB that it these changes rolled out just hours ago, according to the article, replacing the name, entire description, and assets for the previous Unreal Tournament 3 Black with ones you see above. Yes, and it's still there. <coughs> it's not a mistake. It's not a leak. It is what it is. The next article is over in uh, Apple's North Carolina. Well, sorry, let me rephrase that. It's over in the Smack Talk channel um, on Ometown. That intends to be a show, by the way, if you're interested in that kind of thing um, here on Twitch. Let me do something. 
So Apple's uh, North Carolina campus is still coming, but the question is when if the Research Triangle Park in um, North Carolina is something that um, is right by Raleigh and um, it's kind of the Raleigh-Durham area and uh, supposed to be the home of a, a billion dollar campus, um, but it has not materialized. If I recall correctly, some serious money was spent on acquiring it all. Uh, the land is still there. So Wesley Hilliard over at appleinsider.com is the author of the article and says, according to research from News and Observer, Apple still plans on building the North Carolina campus, but the timeline is unknown. Details requiring Apple to hire a certain number of employees are fast approaching, however, so something has to happen soon. Tisk tisk, you assume that they won't just cut their losses if they deem it losses. The Research Triangle Park is said to be the largest research park in the United States, comprising of 300 companies across 7,000 acres and employing 65,000 workers. Uh, Apple is expected to employ around 2,700 people by 2032. It's the area that has Google Fiber pretty much everywhere nowadays. Um, I am infinitely jealous because I have no option for fiber even though I'm in a new development, um, these geographical controls on who has access both underground and above ground really piss me off, but I'll just move on. Um, yeah, Apple is currently occupying a MetLife building, uh, in Cary, which is in the Raleigh Durham area, pretty close together. Uh, until the new campus is complete, it completed about 19.3 million in renovations on that building alone. So that's a cheap date for what Apple is intending to do. Dropping, what is this new billion dollar campus? I don't know. Maybe I'll move. So uh, this next article, why is it doing that all of a sudden? There's like a bunch of stuff here. I did not authorize that to appear. Anyway, um, the next article is U.S. Senate unanimously passes a bill barring TikTok from government-owned uh, devices. Oh, did I do it again, by the way? No, I did. I told William Hilliard. I gave William Hilliard his credit. Um, well, this next article is in the Stock Marketeers uh channel group over on hometown legislation is the latest move from lawmakers to counter security concerns with the platform there has to be something more uh, of an undercurrent uh, with this tiktok app um, because i've never seen anything move so fast um, for the most part there was some talk about it being an issue and then nothing for a little while and then all of a sudden fast and furious states start banning it at the state level federal government now bans it from across its platforms so if you have well first off any government-owned device that has TikTok on it is a failing in the cybersecurity profile of whatever agency that device belongs to my god people if you're in a government if you have a government-owned device installing personal stuff on it 
is a big no-no and I'm not sure why it would even possibly be allowed. Um, because I know from experience that not getting in trouble, but because uh, of what I do and who I talk to and work with, um, you can't even plug in some new device. You can't plug in something that's Bluetooth without authorization. You might be able to get away with some peripherals. Um, but a lot of this is uh, the possibility of a vector in cybersecurity. And once something is in, it's not necessarily hard to detect, but it's an amount of resources and awareness that needs to take place to catch whatever it is. There's some sophisticated zero day stuff out there that we really don't know about because it's still zero day. Nobody knows anything about it. Well, every time somebody installs something like TikTok or some other app that should not be on an Apple or on a uh, government owned device, this is like, this is how OPM gets breached. This is how an agency gets breached and government uh, material exfiltrated well, at any rate, this is an article over at marketwatch.com. So Shana Wodinski is the author of this. Oh, and it just, it just locked it down. I have to subscribe, I guess. Um, or sign in, I should say. Well, that's not going to happen right now. Um, but the, the article basically talks about how lawmakers have been, um, moving on banning, uh, TikTok from not just government-owned devices at the federal level, but state level um, as well. <clears throat> I think maybe six have moved really quickly, um, and the others are going to be in fast pursuit. <clears throat> Let's keep on moving through the articles. Um, this next article is in Lawnard, and it, pardon me, and it is uh, titled, First rule of defending clients in the public eye, don't get goaded into slurring. Now, it's not really defending clients. Uh, the first rule of being a uh, social animal with uh, a functioning filter and um, maybe not being bigoted. Uh, yeah, you don't. I don't know. They say like a gentleman, but let's just say. It applies to everybody for crying out loud. I just found out that it, who was it? Uh, the other day I did an, I did a presentation that included, or I should, I did a show where I included a woman who like bought uh, or bit and spit on and kicked and, and punched a, a bunch of cops and people around her on an airplane. It was a, uh, it was the niece of some politician I didn't know that at the time, but I found out later that it was the niece of some politician. Um, and I was like, oh, not surprised. Well, anyway, um, it, it takes a village and that this is definitely something that applies to both. Um, <laughs> well, I should say everyone. It, it applies to everyone. Um, so first rule of defending clients in the public eye, don't get goaded into slurring and, and, uh, activate your filter. Don't be a dumbass. 
Well, anyway, this is over at Above the Law. I always love all of their writing. So this is by Chris Williams as Megan the Stallion's case against uh, Tori Lanez develops. We've been treated to a master class in the stakes of the courthouse in the public eye. Brilliant optics have been deployed from all sides. Megan's uh, donning the business bob cut and stop domestic violence purple suit combo and Tori's wholesome father image with son in tow. Uh, as he leaves the courtroom, both attest to this. However, it would appear that Megan D. Stallion's defense attorney didn't do his due diligence and read uh, the rules of race-laden cases. If you aren't Johnny Cochran, and especially if you aren't black, it probably isn't a good idea to repeatedly use slurs mid-trial. So apparently it got really tense uh, when the judge asked uh, Megan why... She didn't tell. Oh, wait, no, no, it's not Megan. Uh, no, it's not that it's not Megan. It's not um, the judge. McDizian uh, again asked Megan why she didn't tell the officers at the hospital that she had been shot. That led the defense to swiftly quote a snippet of her Instagram live video from August 20th, 2020, when the uh, WAP rapper named Lanez as her alleged shooter publicly for the first time. So the Houston bred artist looked visibly shocked when George McDesian said aloud, but I'm not finna let y'all keep playing in my face and I'm not finna let this. Yeah, I assume this is N word. Uh, keep playing in my face either. <clears throat> so <laughs> The defense attorney said the uh, uncensored version of the N-word, leading Megan to request that he repeat the full line. Upon doing so, McDesian again used the uncensored version of the word. <laughs> uh, of course, this isn't a new no-no at this point. We've all uh, seen people jumping through hoops to not only justify, but commend themselves on their use of the slurs or of slurs in public eye, ranging from law professors, uh, presumably Stallion's counsel and vegans, apparently. I don't know, maybe there's more to this article. Um, there is more to this article. You can actually go over and read some of this for yourself. There are links to other articles, um, but um, this is the first time that the, an article has been so short that I've been able to read most of it. Uh, down below is a video uh, from a TikTok uh, post that says a vegan teacher said the N-word, and you can go over and check that out. <clears throat> yeah, I am. Um, I'm always shocked when somebody says, uh, but <coughs> uh, there is a time and a place. And if um, you read the room and um, ask people if it's okay to say something you know, have frank discussions about a word you may be able to say that word without um, any issue but the uh the con the only context that i would possibly imagine approaching this from would be um, making sure that a word like that in its various connotations of any other or, or deviations of words like this, these hate filled, the embodiment of hate 
um, get addressed in uh, in discourse, uh, like a university, um, or in frank conversations regarding how words gain meaning and the history of them. Um, similar to etymology, but it, it's uh, actually a, it's a category in hometown. Uh, semiotic ontology basically it's how anything gains meaning um, how it gains power um, how it influences behavior um, i can imagine having a, a frank conversation about that um, word using the 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 impact of that word in modern society because it meant something completely different um, in history and some people say it's just a word today um, willfully ignorant of the power it has um, to well to try and marginalize an entire population of people so this person saying it frankly uh, they should have just uh, rephrased it and said I'm paraphrasing um, because they can't say out of respect, uh, the actual N-word. So, kind of a bonehead move. Okay, so this uh, next article, and I think I might kind of rank these in the future. I'm, I'm liking this top 10 idea, um, but the reason why it's a top 10 is solely at my discretion, unless uh, people start voting over on uh, Showbot. Um, there, and I have to do that like a day in advance. So there's no way I can really make that happen. Um, but anyway, uh, this next article is over on the Hatch Ideas channel because it has to do about business. Uh, Dow plummets 763 points as investors grow concerned about an overly aggressive Fed. Here in the States, a Federal Reserve raised the interest rate, the base interest rate, another half a percent with threats of more coming, mainly because they did see um, the economy slow in terms of inflation. Um, but at the same time, I woke up today with a notice, um, that the price of lettuce in many places, uh, particularly the East coast, um, has gone up for, from somewhere around $25 for a crate to over a hundred dollars for a crate. Um, and that's just shocking increase. But I, I'm again, I'm not surprised as one market seems to uh, slow down like gas prices, um, other markets increase. And I it, it's kind of like I have a whole bunch of buckets of interconnected water. And when I push down on one bucket of water, the water level gets displaced, but it just pushes it up somewhere else and greedy bastards start taking money from over there. I just don't understand. We're all stuck in the same boat. And while there's a person who just sold nearly $4 billion in stock and is now has those liquid assets of four extra billion dollars, they're going wing nut, but we can't influence any of that as a society. And there are people that are living basically day to day, um, not by choice, but because there were no other opportunities. Um, so we have 
we have a, a massive disparity. Um, and the wing nuts are these ultra rich wing nuts that are completely disconnected from society and reality. I mean, the dude that I'm talking about goes on a comedian's uh, stage, gets booed into oblivion. Everybody freaks out trying to hide it um, and saying that it's nothing. But then cracks a joke, both the comedian and the wingnut, which I think both of them are so rich that they're disconnected uh, nowadays. Maybe you, the comedian's talented, but whatever, you know, I, and I'm trying not to name names and, and whatever, because I just don't want to give any more attention other than this is a problem. Um, and <laughs> I, I think it needs to get discussed more. So the reason why I'm saying all of this is because as these interest rates go up, the middle class is suffering the most. Okay. A person just liquidated almost $4 billion worth of assets. So he's got the cash and that's more money than most people. Uh, let me, I could probably take an entire state. And it wouldn't <laughs> Wyoming won't make $4 billion in income for crying out loud. I mean, it's just an outrageous sum of money and that money invested in what is the average for uh, investors return on investment is somewhere around eight to 12%. That's the interest. That's the return on the investment. So they're going to make, eight to 12%. If all they do is invested in standard stocks, nothing risky at all, eight to 12%. I think that somebody could live off of just $1 billion, right? And just stock, sock it away and live off of the interest alone that's generated, pay the taxes, pay your full freaking taxes. Anyway, well, the Fed raises rates, people start liquidating stuff because they think that the economy is going to collapse. It's not going to collapse unless you do this. You start pulling stuff out. Of course, it's going to collapse. But it's not the middle class that's of concern. It's the consolidation of producers. They're raising the rates, the costs. This has nothing to do with the money in supply. Imagine if a whole bunch of people had money in their accounts so that they wouldn't collapse uh, after getting sick. Once they go into, uh, you know, perpetual debt and then bankruptcy and whatever else. Anyway, uh, Brian Evans over at businessinsider.com is the author of this. And investors weighed more rate hikes from the Fed and more hawkishness than they hoped for in 2023. Yeah, well, I've been saying since the beginning of this uh, stream, this is January 1st, every day, pretty much every day since then, whenever it comes up, I say that this is not the end of this. And I suspect that we will get increases still in costs of goods. Um, Across the board, the consumer price index is going to go back up. It, this is just a slow decline. 
supposedly stabilized by the Fed interest rates, but that's the middle class that is drawing down their bank accounts um, after they saved from the pandemic. And all of that money is going to the producers, um, not the, even the intermediate step people. It's the producers that are charging more at the baseline. So let me go keep on going through the news. Um, the next article is over in uh, Warcrafters. This one is uh, this one was sent to me, and I was like, okay, can I undo this? And it's worth talking about, I suppose. G Fuel announced a poo-themed drink inspired by 2001's edgiest video game character. Uh, the author of this over at PCGamer.com. You know what? I'm not. I'm just going to go over there. Um, so a Conker's Bad Fur Day Gamer drink was not on Molly Taylor's 2022 bingo card. <clears throat> they say they can hardly think of any other game series that has been tortured quite in the way Conquer has, C-O-N-K-E-R, Conquer. As if the titular, and I, I don't know why I always see this word, the titular, I, every once in a while, you know, you, you realize that you keep seeing something over and over again, you know, like a, a, a cherry red Hyundai. You've never looked at a Hyundai in your life the same as seeing always again and again suddenly a, a cherry red one you know whatever it's just a random example but i keep seeing titular all over the place titular as if the titular squirrel hadn't had enough uh, a rough enough existence already g fuel is ready to drag his corpse out of its grave and theme an entire drink around it for some reason that's according to this article um i don't have pictures here which is kind of a bummer. I would like to see uh, any branding. There might be something here, but it says venture deep into the bowels of the great Mighty Pooh's lair with Mighty Pooh inspired by classic pat, uh, platformer Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Uh, and there's a link, but I'll let you go over there and uh, be a victim of this now that I've said it. Yeah, I'll just leave it alone. Again, this is over at PCGamer.com, brought to you by Molly Taylor. Very brave, Molly Taylor. G Fuel announces a poo-themed drink inspired by 2001's edgiest video game character. I don't know about edgiest. But, <clears throat> I don't know, was that a crap game? I'll... I'll move on. Uh, this next article is over in the uh, Order of the Grape. A uh, channel and group over at Hometown that focuses on wine. And um, I was curious about this because I don't recall a glass being referred to as a bird-shaped glass, but impractical but irresistible how the bird-shaped glass conquered the world's best bars. Um, there's a quote here that says, I don't know how this started or why, but it's here and we'd be crazy to ignore it. Um, and it's over at vinepair.com. Uh, words are written by uh, Maggie Hennessy. And the photography, which is this little bird-shaped glass here, 
wherein apparently you drink out of its butt uh, was uh, photographed by Kimpton Alma in San Diego. Yes, I said that right. If you're listening to this via the podcast, I said you drink wine out of a bird-shaped glass butt. Okay. Uh, These may be uh, the famous words of Mitch Brenner, played by Rod Taylor in The Birds, Alfred Hitchcock's 1963 horror thriller about a small California town plagued by uh, random mass bird attacks. This is not the same type of bird attacks as uh, Birdemic. If you want to see Birdemic, maybe uh, swing by Rift Tracks here on Twitch. Anyway, they also apply to a strange flock of birds that has alighted on the back bar of seemingly every upmarket cocktail joint around the world. I've never seen one, but maybe uh, it's indicative of me not going to upmarket cocktail joints. So maybe you've seen one in real life or on social media, a delicate drinking vessel formed from or in the uh, elegant likeness of a sparrow or lark with a single leg stem and a tubular opening for the tail into which bartenders can stick a straw and perhaps a tweezed garnish or a little bellowful of smoke. And maybe it's that crappy G fuel drink that's going to get poured in there anyway that's what it looks like it's pretty stick a little piece of barley or something in there is that what that is that's what i do anyway um, drinkers have been spotted sipping from this photogenic fowl's rear end at 2022 world's 50 best discovery honorees like flissick 76 in gdansk poland a mesa at the Grand Lisboa Palace Resort in Macau and Avery, which is or aviary, sorry, aviary in Chicago, which is apropos. But anyway, um, yeah, apparently there's a lot to this. Um, first appeared back in the 70s, I suppose. But there you have it. One drink after another and people are flocking to it. I'm going to move on because I'm sure somebody's going to be a real pecker about that. Um, the next article is over in Hatch Ideas as well. And uh, see spider-like robots built to help pack your e-commerce orders and ease the labor shortage. You know, there used to be a couple more people in my chat and now they're gone. I think I scared them off. I don't know. Um, but I miss you already. At any rate, um, it says this fabric system takes up 6,000 square feet and can hold up to 500,000 products. Fabrics robotic fulfillment system can work in a warehouse or in the back of a large grocery store. The system can fulfill e-commerce and online online grocery orders with a fraction of the standard staff. Yeah, you'll have to educate the staff so that they can take care of this facility, though. Um, Emma Cosgrove over at businessinsider.com wrote this article. Uh, this, This is probably similar to Amazon's bots, but not necessarily the same function. Um, 
but automation is pretty much where we're going to be going with packing and pulling or pulling and packing and shipping. The, the last step should be quality control, which is humans um, until that is uh, automated because optical systems are definitely going to be uh, an option for even the quality control aspect of things are are all of the things in the box are they all in order so that when we dump a bunch of padding in there it's going to stay closed and everything's going to be secure and you can pull the human out of most things as i tell people if your job can be turned into an algorithm. I can replace you with automation. And that's a real pisser for every human being on the planet. But guess what? The person who is making money because it is constantly working while you're out partying on Friday and Saturday and then showing up drunk on Sunday, <clears throat> they don't care. The, 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 the producers don't care. They want money. They want their customers happy and it's not they're not happy customers are not happy uh, when people uh, have a fight with their girlfriend and decide that they don't want to show up for work um, and i've seen all manner of that kind of activity so let me pause this here anyway today the system is for sale that's because fabric the israeli company that makes the tech and owns the warehouse is switching from selling a fulfillment service to selling its technology <clears throat> for retailers pardon me uh, to operate themselves after two years of supply chain uh, challenges which it's a real pisser to start your business right before the pandemic retailers are um, looking for control, Jonathan Morav, Fabric's head of product strategy, told Insider Fabric, which has raised $293.5 million over seven years, uh, wants to offer it to them. So, yeah, a lot of businesses have been struggling, but uh, those that are making it through the pandemic are going to be charging more for things. In fact, um, I watched an interest rate increase simply because... Um, the people waited too long. They waited eight hours and uh, the interest rate ticked over. Um, it was pretty fascinating. I'm, I'm not quite sure how it happened, but it did. Um, at any rate, what I'm getting at, things are getting more expensive. And so if you're making it through the pandemic, you're out on the other side, you need to optimize, you need to sell, you need to be fast and reliable and customer centric. Um, or you need to be indispensable, you know, paper products, for instance. Um, a lot of them are just simply owned by Georgia Pacific. They are the producer of all of the subordinate stuff. Um, they are a producer and they can raise the rates um, and, until they feel that the market can't leak any more money into their coffers. Um, so... An automation system can remove a lot of the human resources uh, element in there. And while it might be more expensive to initially deploy it, it'll be ultimately more reliable, more functional, nonstop, perhaps. Uh, because instead of having uh, 21 people running amok throughout the inventory system, the, the warehouse, the supply, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, pack and pull and um shipping process you know you have three 
Um, so uh, infinitely cheaper and um, you can rotate them and even be 24 hours a day and have nine people instead of 21. Enormous costs uh, saved right there. <clears throat> so human loaders put products ready to be ordered in, uh, into the totes and uh, the totes sit on robots and navigate the space inside the fencing. Uh, using QR codes on the floor. So all of this is planned, but if you hit your limit, then you have to expand, and that just means recoding stuff. Um, you can go ultimately a much higher vertical because humans aren't supposed to be climbing up that high. Nobody's walking down through the middle of this thing, so ADA compliance isn't necessary. Um, there's all kinds of stuff that would in turn means that you can be much more densely packed. Um, unless the code requires this to be at least three feet apart. Um, there, there's just so much. It says here, when an order comes in, the robots bring the correct totes to a workstation where a human can remove the items for packing. So it's going to be super fast. Um, looks like they've got cameras monitoring everything that takes place in the totes. Um, yeah, it's pretty simple to me. And um, at least for the company owners it's a win all around but employees yeah they're getting the tote they're getting kicked right in the tote so the next article and the last one for today is a disgraced ftx founder sam bankman fried is no longer listed on the giving pledge oh oh gosh this guy he put forth so much uh effort into being seen as altruistic and uh, this and that you know apparently he wouldn't wear shoes uh, even in meetings and stuff like that and sitting on stage and well i don't know what else i didn't really go a deep dive but the obvious thing was that um it was a, a, a giant ponzi scheme kind of a thing we'll know more about it as uh, more comes out but FTX founder Bank, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried is no longer listed on the website for the Giving Pledge. The Giving Pledge is a collection of billionaires who promise to donate portions of their fortunes after his dramatic financial collapse. Bankman-Fried has, quote, next to nothing left per Bloomberg. Um, pardon me for the sniffles if you hear them. Bloomberg reports that Sam Bankman-Fried is no longer a member of the Giving Pledge. So that's all there really is. Um, other billionaires on there are Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. <clears throat> uh, they didn't say Elon Musk. I wonder. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Let's click the link. Um, I haven't looked over there in a long time, this um, list of giving pledge uh, names. So, so this guy here, next to nothing, Grace Elizabeth Goodwin is the author of this article over at businessinsider.com. Uh, once worth $26 billion, Bankman-Fried has said that his fortune is now next to nothing. Yeah, well, it's of your own sword, so. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know what to do about this. Anyway, um, what else is on, on this article? He was arrested in Bahamas on Monday after the U.S. announced it's charging him with eight counts related to fraud and money laundering. Um, 
That, that money laundering, by the way, isn't like a criminal enterprise kind of money laundering. Uh, I think he was just being circular with the money um, so as to hide where it really is. Um, the, the actual liquid asset, you know, the cryptocurrency isn't worth jack until it's transferred into U.S. dollars. Well, if you throw it into the, you know, spin cycle, um, out pops money that is arguably untraceable um, as to what its true source is. And that's basically money laundering in this context. Because I haven't heard of anything being like a you know, criminal in the sense that uh, some illicit organization was funneling money through Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, he's being held in the notoriously dangerous Fox Hill prison in the Bahamas after a Bahama Bahamanian judge denied his request for bail on Tuesday. I'm surprised they haven't flown his ass out in a crate, um, sending him to the U.S. to be tried. You know, just, okay, we're done with you. Bye-bye. Um, but you know, keeping him in a dangerous prison, he pissed off somebody with a lot of money, uh, for everybody to be responding this fast. It might just be the biggest pivot point for cryptocurrency to fall out of self-regulation. I don't think, um, cryptocurrency has much longer in terms of staying away from being, um, regulated. So where is cryptocurrency today? Uh, at this moment, it's at 17,369. We're sort of bouncing around. Um, but it has gone up in five days, $284. So where it lands, I do not know. At any rate, I am done for the night. And um, let's go back to the front page of Omtown. And there is always more news pretty much every time you refresh the page. Um, although this is um, what it currently looks like. I'm in the process of making a big change. I don't know when that change will actually arrive. Um, mainly because, well, it doesn't really matter why, but I'm still working on it. So I thought I'd be able to flip the switch by January 1st, but there's, there's too many things in the fire. So... Um, we'll, we'll get it done and, um, flip the switch when we need to, when we do it right. I guess I should have just shut up about it a long time ago. Okay. I'm Mayor Watt. That is hometown.com. Uh, come for the news. Stay for the snark. I'll see you tomorrow. Six o'clock. Hopefully. I don't know. I have a really big box coming and, um, I might make that switch really fast so i might be later friday okay stay awesome see you tomorrow bye